Dreams by Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that my young life were a lasting dream, my spirit not awakening till the beam of an eternity should bring the morrow. Yes, though that long dream were of hopeless sorrow, twere better than the cold reality of waking life to him whose heart must be and hath been still upon the lovely earth a chaos of deep passion from his birth. But should it be that dream eternally continuing as dreams have been to me in my young boyhood, should it thus be given to our folly still to hope for higher heaven? For I have reveled when the sun was bright in the summer sky in dreams of living light and loveliness have left my very heart in climes of my imagining apart from mine own home with beings that have been of mine own thought. What more could I have seen? Twas once and only once and the wild hour from my remembrance shall not pass. Some power or spell had bound me. T'was the chilly wind came over me in the night and left behind its image on my spirit, or the moon shone on my slumbers in her lofty noon too coldly. Or the stars... However it was, that dream was as the night wind. Let it pass. I have been happy, though, in a dream. I have been happy, and I love the theme, dreams. In their vivid coloring of life, as in that fleeting, shadowy, misty strife, of semblance with reality, which brings to the delirious eye more lovely things of paradise and love and all our own than young hope in his sunniest hour hath known. Dreams by Edgar Allan Poe. That poem was published in 1827 in Poe's first book of poetry entitled Tamerlane and Other Poems. He was only 18 years old at the time. The book didn't do so well, and there are only 12 known copies of it known to exist. So if you have an original of Tamerlane and Other Poems, it could be worth Something, I would imagine. We started Poetry Corner a few weeks ago with the poem, A Dream. Last week, we went into dreamland again with A Dream Within a Dream, one of my favorite po poems about dreams, and talked a little bit about the romantic view of dreams. And here we are again with Poe's first ever poem about dreams. 
Poe had been living with his foster family, the Allens, in Virginia. In 1827, he dropped out of the University of Virginia and left for the place where he was born, Boston. And that is where this book of poems was first published. His name was not attached to the book, however. It was an anonymous book with the writing credit simply given to a Bostonian. Why didn't he put his name on it? Perhaps to shield himself from his foster father, John Allen, who he wasn't getting along with. Maybe to break ties with Virginia, where he had been since being taken in by the Allens in 1811. You see, Poe's dad had abandoned the family in 1810, and his mother, Elizabeth, died of tuberculosis, known then as consumption, a year later. The book did not bring Poe fame or money. He was pretty destitute and ended up joining the army shortly after it was published. His next book of poetry, published two years later in 1829, did have his name. In the preface of this book, Poe writes, quote, The greater part of the poems which compose this little volume were written in the year 1821-2, when the author had not completed his 14th year. There were, of course, not intended for publication. Why they are now published concerns no one but himself. Of the smaller pieces, very little needs to be said. They perhaps savor too much of egotism but they were written by one too young to have any knowledge of the world but from his own breast. End quote. Tamerlane and Other Poems was a book of poetry inspired by Lord Byron, one of the preeminent romantic poets of the age. The poems in the book are familiar romantic themes about courage, about youth, about regret, lost love. Some have said, including a stepfather, that Poe had an obsession with Lord Byron and wanted to be like him, a man full of wonderlust and vice. In fact, his stepfather claimed that Poe's vices, such as gambling, indebtedness, and drunkenness, were all because of Lord Byron. Byron broke rules for sure. Byron died young, running off to Greece to fight in their war of independence from the Ottoman Empire. He was only 36 years old when he died in 1824, and he had quite a reputation with many young people wanting to live a life like his. And Poe was one of those young people. Dreams were a subject often found among the romantic poets and writers. The otherworldliness of life and the untrustworthiness of reality were themes found throughout the Romantic era. Byron wrote a rather long poem in 1816 called The Dream. He wrote it in the rented villa he had in Switzerland called Diodati. Mary and Percy Shelley visited that villa in 1816, and that is where Mary Shelley started writing Frankenstein. Undoubtedly, Poe had read everything that Byron had written, including The Dream. The first stanza of The Dream gets into the psychology of dreams that was popular among Romantic writers in the early 1800s. So let's take a look at one of Poe's inspirations. 
And here it is, the first stanza of The Dream by Lord Byron. Our life is twofold. Sleep hath its own world, a boundary between the things misnamed death and existence. Sleep hath its own world in a wide realm of wild reality. And dreams in their development have breath and tears and tortures and the touch of joy. They leave a weight upon our waking thoughts. They take a weight from off our waking toils. They do divide our being. They become a portion of ourselves as of our time and look like heralds of eternity. They pass like spirits of the past. They speak like sibyls of the future. They have power, the tyranny of pleasure and of pain. They make us what we were not, what they will, and shake us with the vision that's gone by, the dread of vanished shadows. Are they so? Is not the past all shadow? What are they? Creations of the mind? The mind can make substance and people planets of its own with beings brighter than have been and give a breath to forms which can outlive all flesh. I would recall a vision which I dreamed perchance in sleep for in itself a thought a slumbering thought is capable of years and curdles a long life into one hour. The Dream by Lord Byron. I think it's kind of cool to link these artists, Poe and Byron, don't you? That is what art and literature is. It's poets and artists speaking to each other through space and time, or in this case, dreams. So that is all the time we have for this edition of Poetry Corner. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast now on any podcast service. You can find all of the video versions on YouTube. Go to bellbookcamera.com for more information about the show and the links to where you can watch or subscribe. Thanks for listening. I am Bruce Janu. See you next time.